Welcome to A Life Shared, where we talk with everyday people who empower, equip, and encourage others right where they are. I'm Ellen Martin. Glad you've joined us. Welcome back to A Life Shared. So the episode starts off a little slow, but man, once we got going, the interview, it went to places I never imagined. Like when I asked him why he decided to give a gift to each one of our children every year for their birthday, he left me speechless and in tears. Listen in. And friends, for those of you who are walking through a hard grief, you might want to wait on this episode. Rob, welcome to A Life Shared. Uh, Welcome, Ellen. (laughs) Uh, Thanks for having me. (laughs) Oh, wow. So weird, so absurd to me that we're even doing this at all. So. Tell me some more about that. Well, I guess not not so much on your end because you're very outgoing and kind of and to learn from others. And I guess I do as well. It's just strange to me to seem that I might have something to offer, I suppose. Yeah. And that's really one of the fun things about a life shared is, you know, I say in the opening, it's everyday people. Rob, I'm really glad to have you on the show. Listeners, Rob is someone who, oh gosh, Rob, I should have had this prepared. How many years have we known each other? Probably since 2014. is when I started going back to my childhood church and where I met you. Yeah. And it was funny because at that time, we had a baby, a little baby, and a toddler, and three busy boys. And we sat near you during worship. And I'm not sure if it was us just talking with each other weekly or what happened, but our boys just gravitated to you. Do you, what was your memory of that? My, my recollection is that you, your boys were very energetic and full of life. Also, uh, we had had a gathering for our Sunday school class, the the behavior of the boys was very impressive to me. And and the boys were boys, but they were very polite and well-mannered and made a point, at least uh, I recall David making a point to make sure everybody went before him. And I was just really impressed. So you noticed them and by watching them at a social event. Yes, I would say so. Yeah. You know, the way that we are with people really does speak volumes. And it's funny because I'm listening to you describe my children. I'm like, those were my children? <laughs> yeah. You know, because things always yes. look different from the outside. I I live with them. I see their absolute best and their absolute worst. And that's just how it is with families because your household is your safe space. Um, it's the space right. where, where we grow and we push boundaries. So my mother said years ago, honey, as long as they're doing well outside of the house, you're doing just fine. And that's always been a good cue to me. Well, what I remember about you is that you prayed. And I knew that from being in Sunday school together. And so, you know, a big reason why I have you on the show isn't because we went to church together years ago or because you noticed my boys, but because I noticed that you prayed. And we were at a place where I knew that we needed other people praying for our children, Um, not just myself, not just my husband, but other people beyond us. And I asked you, and you were really glad to do that. What was it like to have somebody ask you to pray for their children? It was very humble. It still humbles me to this day. 
Um, honestly, um, I I felt like you were friends, mm. like um, my family that I that I had chosen, so to mm-hmm. speak. Yes. Um, be, being a little bit of, and when I say a little bit that probably means way more than a little bit of an introvert myself. (laughs) I I don't feel socially adept Hmm. and um, I I wanted family. I wanted connection when I went back to the church and a lot of the people who were going to church at the time were leaving very quickly and didn't seem to either have interest in connecting or, you know, sometimes you just don't click with people sometimes. And Mm -hmm. I I clicked with you immediately and I had a immediate respect for Andrew, your husband. He was very quiet and thoughtful and Mm -hmm. what he said always seemed very profound to me. And Mm -hmm. it was nice to have, family closer to home and people that mattered. I, I I guess I need to make another comment also when, when you talk about me praying. Praying is very important. It, it means a great deal to me, but as all things in our life, as our life itself, it, it ebbs and flows. Mm-hmm. And I guess there has been a period of time where I haven't been so intentional, although that is flowing again, I'm happy to say to some extent, we we should never get too down on ourselves because the, the truth is we just have to, we have to go with it. That's exactly right. And you know, part of me, when you said that, I wanted to playfully say, what? I'm sorry, you haven't prayed for my children every day since I asked you to pray for them. Um, but, you know, some people might not hear the sarcasm. I, I know, like, I'm sorry, what? You're fired. And, you know, it's just so not that way. There are people who are just placed on my heart, and I pray for them in earnest for seasons. And then that right. passes. Um, and it's not that they're not on my mind or not that I don't think of them or pray for them, but it's just different. So I really appreciate you mentioning that the seasons change. And as a mother, gosh, I... um there are times when I pray more for other children than I do for all of them, you know, and that changes too over time. And I think any parent listening to this um, and anybody listening to this who has any practice of prayer understands that it, that it has seasons. I really appreciate you mentioning that. Well, you were talking about us being like family to you and you're like, you were, you know, especially during that time, it was such a gift. We don't have extended family here in the area. And our extended family at this point is quite small, really. And um, it's such a gift at that time, every Sunday to go and for my boys, not to fight over who got to sit next to you, but to definitely jockey up (laughs) and be like right beside you. And I'd think, oh, sweet Rob, he's so quiet and introverted. And here are these boys just loving up right on top of him. (laughs) And I just always appreciated that there was someone they could run to. Yeah. Um, It was fun for me too. 
Yeah. Well, you know, we're kind of talking about this in past tense and it's because, gosh, we haven't gone to church together for at least four years now, but here I am interviewing you because while, to be honest, I haven't asked you in years, you know, like when we went to church together weekly, I would share kind of, no, maybe not weekly, but regularly I'd say, Hey, could you pray about this for so-and-so? Or, Hey, could you pray about this for so-and-so? Or, Hey, I wanted to share with you something really great that happened in his life. And And that was this ongoing feedback that you had that informed how you prayed for our boys. Um, But you took it a step farther than praying for our boys, which is gift enough in itself. Um, But you started bringing them birthday gifts. What what motivated you to do that? Because, I mean, we've got five kids. It was quite the commitment <laughs> to say, hey, can I start doing birthday gifts too? Because it wasn't like one or two gifts. It was going to be five every year. Or you were going to be in trouble with my boys. So what right. took you to that step? I think there were several things that played into that. The truth is, as I alluded to earlier, um, I don't really connect with people that easily but -hmm. when i do i really feel a sense of connection Mm -hmm. and i i genuinely love all those boys so much and did at i mean obviously i did at the time It, it was such a blessing to to be around them and to enjoy their life and their their love for me as well Mm-hmm. And, um, I just recall that, uh, your, your father had passed and there was that hole there and it's not like I was trying to true, truly fill it, but maybe if I could lessen it some, somehow, somewhat and, and do something that my heart kind of probably always wanted to do on some level. The The truth is when it comes to these things, I don't always know what's right or wrong. So I just, you know, Hey, is this okay? Yeah. And I, I was blessed that it was. And you know, blessed Rob, that it was. You know, I, um, I'm, I'm now a little taken aback and, um, what you don't know, and, and listeners, you don't either, um, is that my dad was the best at giving birthday gifts. Um, in fact, the year that he passed away, the first birthday after he died was one of the most devastating of that first year. And it caught me off guard because, you know, you think... His birthday is going to be hard. You think the first, you know, Thanksgiving, which was his absolute favorite holiday and Christmas, like there are these certain dates after someone dies that you expect to be hard. And then there are these moments that catch you off guard. And the first birthday after he died, I woke up that morning and all of a sudden I just wept because there wasn't going to be a gift from him in the mail. And so to know that part of the impetus was someone else giving my children a gift now that someone couldn't. It's really very touching. And I'm hoping right now that the emotion that I'm experiencing is not impairing my speech for our listeners. (laughs) 
Um, you know, it's funny because I say, I, you. I say that it's exciting to have the guest on the show and often they just don't even know why I've invited them. And for you, you're just like, Ellen, I don't really know that I have anything to contribute, but I'm glad to show up if you think it'll be helpful. You know, when we, when I first contacted you and, you know, here for the first time during the interview, one of my guests is really catching me off guard <laughs> that you weren't just giving a gift to my children, but you were really recognizing a tremendous loss in our family. Um, thank you for that. I'll look at those gifts differently now forever. So what would you say to people who are like, huh, you know, I know somebody in my community or next door or at church or at work, wherever it is, um, that they're like, you know what, maybe, maybe I could be connected to the life of, of that family's children. What would you say to them? I would say, take the risk. It's amazingly rewarding, but take the risk with the mindset. It's not about you. Mm. It's for them. Mm. So listen to them, read their cues and respect that mm. because there were times when some of the boys weren't about me just because of where they were in life. And that was okay. It wasn't, it didn't feel the best because there were five of them. There was usually at least one or two who were all about me. Mm -hmm. So from, from that standpoint, it was very rewarding. I guess I also thought about the family I had in my life that wasn't family, strictly speaking. My Aunt Mary and my Uncle John, who weren't my aunt and uncle, but uh, they were so close to the family that my parents asked them, what would you like to be called? Mm. And I think about different members of the church who always poured into my life in different ways. There's sometimes there were a couple of little old ladies who made sure that I got a little extra at Christmas. Cause you know, growing up, we didn't want for food, but we didn't have a lot for extras either. Mm -hmm. So even if you don't have that personal connection, mm. you can be somebody that, um, when, when a child, as they grow up, looks back at their life, says, you know, it wasn't just my family. Somebody thought about me either because of my family or just took the time to think about me and I loved on me and cared for me and I do matter. Yeah. I love that, you know, our oldest is driving now, not on his own just yet. Um, but, but soon enough he will be. And I've got kids who are biking around in town without us and walking around, you know, like they're kind of starting to do their own thing more and more. I love that when they see you, they know you saw them. Do you know what I mean? Like, yes. 
they talk about the sense of place they have in community here. Um, oh, I went to town and I saw so-and-so or I saw so-and-so. And I don't think, you know, and this is really the point of the, the whole point of the podcast, A Life Shared, is that when we see each other and we recognize each other, it gives life to us. And it's so rewarding to listen to my boys really celebrate going into town on their own right and being seen and recognized and welcomed. And several times it's been you that they've made mention to. Um, and it's, it's really satisfying as a parent to watch your children discover their own sense of place apart from us as parents as they grow older. And uh, we're so grateful that you're a part of that. I, I love how this this interview has evolved. You know, I had you on the show as, you know, this guy who chose to pray for our kids because we asked him to. Um, and yes. it was fun to the, how that has evolved over time. And, you know, I love that every year, especially with the um, younger elementary boys, they're like, well, we're going to get something in the mail from Share Share. And, We'll get something from grandma and Sam, you know, like they're itemizing all the gifts they're anticipating getting in the mail. Because as I mentioned earlier, we don't have family right here and right. they itemize you as well. Mr. Rob's going to drop something off, you know, like they expect this. And so it was funny as I was preparing the questions, I was like, hmm, I wonder what Rob's cutoff date for this is like. You know, the oldest is a sophomore in a high school. When he graduates from high school, is he cut off or is Rob going to ask for the address? And I don't expect you to answer that question, but it's really kind of fun as a mother to, you know, just kind of imagine like, how long does this go on? You never know when you take the risk of asking someone to share your life, to share life with you, how it'll evolve. Yes. And uh, I'm so grateful that you chose to share life with us years ago and still do, Rob. I'm grateful to you as well. What would you say to families who are wanting people outside of their household to invest in their kids? How might you encourage them to um, initiate asking people to do that? I would definitely encourage that. I would say, obviously, you want to be careful and make sure it's someone you know and respect. But I think a lot of times in the society we live in today that sometimes there's a climate of fear, mm -hmm. especially from the, well, actually, I guess from both sides, the parent not wanting to, uh, you, you hear a lot of stories about, what what can happen to kids mm -hmm. and as a result of that you want to you want to and you should be vigilant but as somebody who wants to uh to pour into and make the the kids realize that they're special in their own right mm -hmm. you you have to be careful as well so yeah. if as a parent, if that would be acceptable to someone that you know and you care about, you should let them know that. Because if you don't, they might be a little reticent to uh, 
bring that to you. Rob, I am so glad you agreed to this show. Thank you so much for being on a life share. I don't know about you, but Mr. Rob, he was my favorite interview so far. Sure. I mean, we could say that because he's a friend of mine, but I mean, he considers himself to not be socially adept. And yet his awareness and thoughtfulness of others, we can all learn a lot from Mr. Rob. And the takeaway, it could be many things, depending on where you are, depending on how it struck you. But I just love it. As he said, be smart. But if there's someone you're wanting to share life with, take the risk and ask them. It's like I tell my kids, you can ask and people will say yes, no, or maybe. But you never know until you ask. Friends, until next week, be encouraged because to someone in some way, you're a Mr. Rob. Thanks for joining me, Ellen Martin, for this episode of A Life Shared. I hope in some way you've been empowered, equipped, or encouraged to live a life shared right where you are. Join us next time. You never know who our guest will be. Thank you.